Well, good morning, everybody. It is an absolute joy to be with you. And I would have loved to have been physically with you face to face, but we're in a second, hopefully, mini lockdown and hoping and praying that this will come to an end very, very shortly. But it is an absolute joy an honour and privilege to be sharing with you today and thank you for the invitation to be part of your journey. I love you and I'm so uh, grateful and honoured to be part of you. And isn't it wonderful that although we are restricted, the Holy Spirit isn't. And although we're in a bit of a lockdown, the Word of God is not chained. And it's with that in mind, I want to share the Word of God with you for a few moments and hopefully encourage you. I want to speak to you this morning about the importance of memory. And I want to take the thought from Psalm 103. This has been really on me during the lockdown and the Holy Spirit has been working on me personally and devotionally through this incredible psalm. Psalm 103, fantastic psalm, 22 verses. We're not going to read them all for the sake of time because of this recording. But I do want to zero in on the first two verses and uh, as a beginning point and then we'll make reference to the psalm as we go. The psalmist David says these words, Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And it's that phrase, forget not all his benefits, that the Holy Spirit has really been exercising on me personally during this unprecedented and challenging season that we have all been in. And especially that phrase, forget not. Forget not. Don't forget. The Holy Spirit has been saying to me, John, do not forget. Now, why would the Holy Spirit say that to me? Why would the Lord put that on me so strongly? Well, I think it's because we're prone to forget. I mean, that's the challenge with being, being human. And of course, people might say being humans of a certain age, but actually, I think humans in general are prone to forget stuff. When you look at the Bible, and maybe even your own experience, we can see this. I mean, in the Bible, people had a tendency in times of prosperity, for example, to forget the goodness of the Lord. The prophet Hosea laments this in Hosea 13, when he says, speaking of the Lord, when I fed them, they were satisfied. And when they were satisfied, they became proud. Then they forgot me. Same word that's used in Psalm 103. And that word there means to sort of allow something to slip from the mind. It's not just that your head's full of stuff and you've forgotten it, but you've allowed something to slip from the mind. And here's God saying through the prophet Hosea in prosperity, they allowed that the fact that I was good to them to slip from their mind. But of course, we don't just, uh, we aren't just prone to forget in times of prosperity. We're also prone to forget in times of crisis and pain, like the one we're in uh, right now. I, there's a great story where the Lord stands before a young man called Gideon in Judges chapter 6 and says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Go in the strength you have. And Gideon says, well, if the Lord's with us. Why has all this happened to us? And Gideon, uh, like his generation, had forgotten all the great things that the Lord had done for them and therefore assumed that the Lord was no longer with them. In times of prosperity, we're prone to forget the goodness of God. I, I reckon in times of pain and, and difficulty and crisis, we are prone to forget the faithfulness of God. And that's why David is saying to us, don't forget. 
Don't let these benefits, these goodnesses, the things the Lord has done for you, do not let them slip from your mind. But why do we forget? Well, let me speak for myself for, for a moment. I forget, and this is going to sound Irish, but seeing as I am Irish, it's okay. Why do we forget? Well, we forget because we do not remember. See, the idea of the word to forget here in that, in that language of, of, of the Bible has the nuance of it of letting something slip from your mind. And here's what I've discovered. Things slip from my mind if I don't make a conscious decision to remember them. So someone might say to me, how long have you been married? Or what, what date were you married? And, and you know, I'll, I'd never forget that I was married. But in order to, to answer that correctly, I've got to remember a date and I've got to remember the years in between that date and this date. And uh, if my wife's standing under serious pressure, got to know this. Now, I'd never forget I was married, but you could forget the date you were married or how long you've been married. Why? Because you don't remember. And when you don't mark it and remember it, it slips from your Mind. Let me give you a biblical example. In the life of a man called Joseph, Joseph is in prison and uh, the, the, the cupbearer and the baker of Pharaoh are put in prison with him. And both men have dreams and Joseph interprets both dreams and both dreams come to pass exactly as Joseph says. And as the cupbearer is leaving, Joseph says to him, please don't forget me and, and essentially appeals to him to help him get out of prison. You can read this in Genesis chapter 39 and 40. But there's an incredible statement in Genesis 40, verse 23. It says this, The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. Now, in English, that just sounds like a double emphasis. But in Hebrew, there are two different things happening. He did not remember him. The word there used is a different word to the word forget. And it means to mark something, to recall something, to remind yourself. So back to my anniversary, that's me putting the date in my calendar. That's me having it as a poster on my wall or as a tattoo in my arm. I'm never going to forget that. Why? Because there's a marker. There's a marker on my wall. There's a marker in my calendar. There's a marker on my arm. Wherever the marker is, that marker is helping me to remember and remembering makes sure I don't forget. That's the word being used here in Genesis 40. He did not remember him. And then it says he forgot him. So here's what, here's what Genesis is teaching. If you don't mark it, if you don't remember it, if you don't make it a special moment in your mind, you will let it slip from your mind. It will go from you. And so it's not so Irish as it sounds now, does it? If you do not remember, you will forget. Now, we all forget things naturally and humanly, but that's not what we're talking about here. David is encouraging us to not forget by remembering. And when we remember, we will not forget. In the same way that throughout the psalm, Psalm 103, he says God remembers. He says we are called to Remember, and I hope that makes sense to you because memory is a powerful tool in our faith journey. Memory fuels the faith tank. Memory will be a source of faith to us in the days when nothing seems to be happening. 
And memory is, part, is as much part of our faith journey as something new God is going to do today or something brand new God's going to give you or something new that's going to happen to you tomorrow. Memory is a crucial part of our journey. When I woke up this morning as a follower of Jesus, I was drawing primarily on my memory in my devotions until then I got to the word of God and got to worship and started a new day where God could bring me new and fresh revelation. But the day started with memory and actually the Bible in a sense is a memory book. Our, most of our faith is rooted now in the past. All of the big ideas that we build our lives on are in the past. Not only in terms of general ideas for the whole church, but actually even your experience. Things that God has said in the past. Things that God has done are now in the past. Things that God has uh, promised to you are now in the past. And so the power of memory is crucial. And the devil knows that when we do not remember, we will forget. And so in the context of praise and in the context of worship, David is saying to me and you, do not forget. Do not let these things slip from your mind. And my goodness, in the context of the lockdown, in moments of pressure, in moments of pain, we have been tempted to forget the faithfulness of God and we have been tempted to forget the goodness of God. And that's why it's so important in the context of an ongoing season of frustration, we keep our memory sharp. And we remember the goodnesses of the Lord. I hope that makes sense to you because it has made a lot of sense to me. And it really has helped me. Now let's get back to the psalm. Why is David encouraging us not to forget? Well, I, there's two big ideas I want to bring to you just to encourage you as I close this off. I think David wants us to remember and therefore not forget, number one, who he was and still is okay who he was and still is and of course the he there is the Lord look at what he says in verse 8 he says this the Lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger and abounding in love now if me and you just dropped down out of Mars and read that for the first time we would think that is just beautiful inspirational poetry and song. Wow, David was so clever to come up with words like that. And, and if we're not uh, clear and not certain about it, we think that David sort of invented those words. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. But they're not David's words. That's the point. The point is, David isn't coming up with flashy new revelation and inspiration. David is drawing on his memory to bring us verse 8. Now he's putting it slightly in his own words, but the words of verse 8 are almost identical to the words God spoke to Moses back in Exodus 34. In fact, the words that God speaks to Moses in showing himself to Moses are repeated in the Old Testament text, the Hebrew text, 22 times. And David is one of the people who repeats this. And here's what it says in Exodus 34, verses 6 to 7. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate God, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining his love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Can you hear the echo? 
So when we read verse 8, from David, the Lord is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger and abound in love. He's not coming up with a new idea. David is remembering an old idea. David is remembering, can I say carefully, old truth. David is remembering old revelation. This is not a new idea. This is an old idea, but it's become fresh and new to David. Why? Because David has remembered it. And the words of Moses would have been in play by the time David comes along. And David draws from the words of Moses. He doesn't have to come up with some brilliant new revelation. He just has to remember the old revelation. And that's why this is so, so important. David is teaching us the Lord is today because we remember he was yesterday. He was compassionate. He was gracious to Moses. He was slow to anger. He was abounding in love to our forefathers. And this is what David is saying. Therefore, he is. Why can David say the Lord is? Because he remembers that he was. He remembers. And his memory reaches back, grabs the idea, and brings it forward into his present experience. Why is that important? Because there are days when it doesn't look like God is. Maybe this is one of those days for you. Maybe lockdown has been one of those days for you. A long day. But there are days when it doesn't seem like God is, when it doesn't seem like God can do what he said he would do, when it doesn't seem like God's around, when it doesn't seem like God is, is going to fulfill his word to us. Well, in the days when it doesn't look like he is, what do we do? We remember. We remember. We remember. We remember yesterday. We remember what God did for us. We remember that he was yesterday. And when we remember who he was and what he was to us, we grab that on the days when it doesn't look like he is and we bring it forward and we declare by faith that the compassionate, gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love God who was is still compassionate, gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. That's why this is so important. Forget not. If we do not remember who he was, we will not live in the reality of who he is. It is not forgetting that helps us to fuel our faith as we go forward. And we will not forget if we remember. Hope that makes sense to you. Here's the second big idea. And it's this. David is encouraging us that what he did, he can still do. So we remember who he was, and by that we declare he is. Now David is saying, remember what he did, and by faith we're declaring that what he did, he can now do today. In this psalm, the opening verses of the psalm, verses 2 through to 7, we have seven magnificent declarations of God's actions. He forgives, he heals, he redeems, he crowns, he satisfies, he works and he makes known. And David culminates this idea by saying, he made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. Look at that, same link, same connection. In the same way that he connects the confession to, to what God said to Moses, now he connects the actions of the Lord to what God did for Moses and what God did for the children of Israel. He is remembering what God did through the experience of his forefathers, not only even his personal 
experience. And in the same way that he made his ways known to Moses, David is saying he's made his ways known to me. In the same way that he has shown his deeds to the people of Israel, he has shown his deeds to me. And so on the days when it doesn't look like God is doing anything, what do we do? We remember what he did. And in remembering what he did, we bring that forward into our everyday. David is saying, remember that the Lord did it and therefore he can do it. Remember the Lord did it and therefore he can do it. The Lord can do it today because he did it yesterday. And this is so, so important to us. The lockdown started the first one. I know we're in the second one, but the first one started on the 23rd of March. On the 18th of March, the Lord gave me a word from my devotions in the prophet Isaiah. I was reading through Isaiah, amongst other things, as part of my everyday Bible devotions. And in Isaiah chapter 3, that Jerusalem is in meltdown, the nation's in meltdown, that they're about to actually enter a terrible period of exile. And in the midst of that, this word of the Lord came. And as the word of the Lord came to them in their distress, it was like the Holy Spirit took this word and just boom, whacked me in the head with it. And it was amazing. And Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10 says this, Tell the righteous, it will be well with them and they will eat of the fruit of their deeds. Now, I want to tell you, that was spoken hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, and yet it came to me like a flash of revelation, as if the Holy Spirit was speaking to me directly in my room at that very moment. I remember writing it down, it became part of my COVID journal, can you believe it? Uh, and, and I wrote this down, and it has become an everyday confession. Now, two things happened. Two things happened when that word came to me. Number one, it created faith in the face of uncertainty. And on the 23rd of March, my calendar went into free fall. People just started cancelling services. My livelihood was literally disappearing before my eyes. It was a pretty scary month, the month of March. And yet what held me was this word, tell the righteous it will go well with them and they will eat of the fruit of their deeds. So this word created faith in me to believe that whatever my calendar was doing, God was going to do something greater. But the second thing it did, and this was remarkable, it provoked memories in me. It didn't just give me faith for the day and faith for tomorrow. It actually revived memories in me. And one of my favorite verses in the whole of the Bible, Psalm 37, and it says this, I was young and now I am old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. And I suddenly remembered that, that I had never had to beg for bread in the service of God. I've been in Christian ministry for 33 years. I've been a follower of Jesus since I was eight years old. And I suddenly remembered in my whole life, I've never had to beg for bread. I've never had to ask for anything. I've never had to go cap in hand to anyone in the world in order to see my daily bread supply. And it was like that word not only gave faith for the day and for tomorrow, but the word stirred up memories, caused me to look back and remember the incredible provision of the Lord. That's why memory is so important. That's why David says, do not forget the benefits of the Lord. That's why we're called to make a marker 
a marker in the calendar, a marker in the journal, a marker. If you were here in my office with me, you would see posters and markers all over my walls. Things in, in the Greek language, in the Hebrew language, in English language that are constant reminders to me of the goodnesses of the Lord. So on the days when it doesn't look like God is, I look at the reminders. On the days when it doesn't look like God is doing, I am reminded of his greatness by even some of the things I've hung on my wall. On the days when it doesn't look like God's up to anything, I go to that journal. I go to my devotional Bible where I have dates and, and verses highlighted and marked and promises that God has given me. And I go back to those things and I remember what he said and I remember who he is and I remember what he did and I remember, I remember, I remember. And where I remember, I do not forget. And when I do not forget, Whatever today looks like, I believe it gives me the faith and the grace to get through that day. I want to encourage you in the midst of, wow, what a world we're living in at the moment. It's just no words. But he hasn't changed. He's still the same. He, the God who was, is. In a world that with no idea what it's going to look like at Christmas, the God who did can still do. And I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, remember, remember, blow off those promises, blow the dust off those words, get that old journal out, remind yourself of what the Lord has done, remind yourself of who the Lord is, and in remembering you will not forget, and in not forgetting you will live in faith, even in the moments of drought and uncertainty. So, praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Lord Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters that you will give us a revival of memories that we will remember and therefore we will not forget. And I pray in the days when it doesn't seem that you are moving, when it doesn't seem that you are there, we will remember. I pray in the moments of prosperity, we will remember. In the moments of pain, we will remember. When days are going good, we'll remember your goodness. And when days are going bad, we'll remember your faithfulness. Lord, help my brothers and sisters, wherever they are, whatever the stage of their journey, to remember and therefore not forget. Brothers and sisters, may the Lord bless you. And may he keep you. May he lift his countenance towards you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the saviour of the world, turn his face towards you and give you his peace in Jesus' name. God bless you all. I love you all. And I hope to see you all soon.